is Roger Green, host of the Surfing the Nash Tsunami podcast. This weekend, we're offering five conversations from episode 20, our discussion with Donna Cryer about the challenges for patient advocates and, for that matter, all key stakeholders as the issues become more urgent, complex, and practical. Plus, from the vault, conversation 46.5 from season three, the wrap-up conversation from last summer's NAFLD Summit coverage. This closing conversation starts with me broadening the final question beyond nomenclature to ask how we can make as much progress as possible for all stakeholders as the dynamic becomes more complex and the issues grow larger. Consistent with the rest of the episode, the four of us take different, although somewhat overlapping, positions, and the conversation crackles with energy and passion. You'll just have to listen for yourself, and believe me, it's worth it. The last two episodes of Surfing the Tsunami, episodes 19 and 20 in season four, have looked at patient and advocate reactions to two major events happening in fatty liver space today. Together, they paint a fairly complete picture of the excitements and frustrations the advocate community faces today. As I said last week, progress is a long journey, so let's all keep pushing. And while you do so, listen, sit back, enjoy, learn, and when you're done, join the discussion in our LinkedIn discussion group. When I was in marketing research, we talked about patient journey, but it was very mechanistic. You go to this doctor, they misdiagnose, you go to this doctor, this doctor. There was no emotion in it. And when you listen to patients and patient advocates, these stories are riven with emotion, right? I mean, we need both. question becomes, how do we bring a more holistic sense of what it means to be a patient or, Louise, a true patient advocate, nurse, to all the issues we're going to be dealing with as the issues get bigger and broader. How, how do we do a better job of getting that into the mix? Donna Cryer. No, we don't need more patient stories. What makes me effective in what the types of things that we're doing now is not how many biopsies I've had or how many infusions I've had or my feelings about them or, you know, how strong-willed I've been to overcome or the long, long nights I spent in intensive care crying. That's not what helps me me now. What helps me now is my years as a former federal prosecutor and my ability to to extract issues and solutions to run teams. And what I'm asking the physician community and hepatology to do is to respect that part of me, to respect that contribution to the field at the level that it should be. And it has not been. And we are the worst for it. So I, what I need is more lawyers. I need more patient lawyers. I need more patients who can do the things that I do with the strength that I do them in all the different committees and rooms that I currently do them and several more. Jaren Schottenberg. I hope they're they're listening to this and signing up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Louise Campbell. And I, yeah. I, and I think she's right. But also we will come out of this stronger because you have to have differences around a table to get through to the other side. If everybody agrees with one thought and one process or wants to just flatter somebody by agreeing with that one thought and that one process, you will not come out of this process with the right solution. Will it be the right solution for absolutely everybody? Probably not. It is such a diverse topic with so many stakeholders. But what it will come out is strengthening, I hope, the community because we will be able to air these thoughts and feelings in an environment where people, I hope, will listen and take that experience. The next best thing to the Donna Criers and the lawyers in the rooms that advocate having been there are the doctors who have NASH. I scan them. Are the medical side who don't know that they're, they've got the disease themselves because they don't look or they've relied on a blood test. So we do have advocates within our own areas. We've seen them grossly affected by COVID. Healthcare was disproportionately affected. People who are likely to have had underlying liver conditions disproportionately affected. So we have our own advocates. We just need to find them within ourselves to be able to bring that thought, feeling and function from our own perspective. 
perspective, we're very good, and we've discussed it on the podcast, at being paternalistic in medicine. But we need to own it personally and see it from a different side. And this is one condition that affects so many people. It is going to be in our own community. But we don't see very many of our own come out and talk about it and how they felt and how they've been dealt with in the community. So I think there are lots of medical physicians who could be there. We need millions of Donna Criers around the globe. And these patient advocacy groups and the learnings, they are coming. That's the empowerment that we will get out of processes like this. Donna, I think Louise just said she needs you to be who you are, but less special because there needs to be more of you. Oh, she needs to be way special. <laughs> and I've been trying to do that for years. I've been trying to do that for years. My, my team can tell, can tell you. So I'm going to assume that those were Donna's and Louise's closing comments. Jorn, what would you like to add as we wrap this up? It's been a wide, we covered many grounds, I think, in this topic, right? And I think uh, Donna, on many levels, revisited some of the disappointments because it's a disappointment from your perspective of what I hear, where we as physician or maybe the uh, associations didn't spend enough time with the physicians. And that reminds me that this is about drug development and regulators and ISA reports and economies, but it also comes down to patients, of course, and they're in the middle of this and we are talking about them. And, uh, you know, when I hear this from you, Donna, I, this is what brings me back to the point. It's about the patient. And uh, you called me patient-centric, Roger, but I, you know, we're talking to patients every day. That's all about them. Uh, what else can I say? I, I, I think these concerns you raise, they're, they're well received. Um, that also makes my job harder because most of you are so nice that, that I can't, I, I can't, I can't, like, I, you know, express really what I, I need to. So it takes me three times as long to try to say it nicely. But it's often less effective when I say it nicely instead of how I actually feel it. But I feel bad because you're so nice. Phil Newsom is so nice. But Rue is so nice. And I do treat Truly love you, and I just it's very hard for me to understand how to cultivate you all and bring you along to where we need to be as a field in 2023 and beyond. Let me let me share a couple of observations that are a little different in focus. Okay, number one, metaphorically, I'm not sure we know how to handle this. So we say, "What do you want? I want a seat at the table." Easiest way to get a seat at the table is say yes to whoever the chair is. Okay, then I want a voice. Okay, but if you have a voice and your voice is heard, what well, if you have a voice and people don't really hear it? then what's the good of that? Okay, I want to be heard. All right. If you're heard, how do you prove that? I want to vote. Well, if I have a vote and my side loses the vote, what does that mean? So what we don't really have around these kinds of power dynamics, going back to where Donna started when she said it's about power, is we don't really have a language of consensus, a true language of consensus. We don't have a language of the dynamic. So I'm going to go back to your original point, Donna, a little differently, which is that managing the dynamic of an internal discussion, which is kind of what the nomenclature process has felt like, and it's really well managed as the dynamic of an internal discussion for the people in the room. But that's not what we need to do. The dynamic that we need to manage is a lot messier. And it needs to be in the broadest sense about inclusion, which is diversity inclusion, not popular concepts in certain places right now, but with a small d and a small i, that's really what this is about, which is can we absorb enough different perspectives into a common discussion and give them each the weight they deserve? I would also say to put people who are, and I don't know, and we, we understand this so well in other areas of medicine, when it comes into sort of 
medicine, medical legal areas, medical, political, or, you know, whatever this is sort of society, you know, these processes are, we forget the concept of putting somebody qualified in charge. Yeah, I think that's right. Putting somebody with the requisite skill sets in charge, putting someone in ex- with experience for this type of job in charge of it. Now, we, I think we agree there are multiple aspects of being competent uh, in this in this process, and that's what makes it so difficult, right? Yeah, I mean, I, Donna, I would tell you the problem is more about the job specs than it is about do we want competent. It's we want competent. Competent at yeah, what? Yeah, right. And so I'm saying maybe the administrative law judge should have been running like... <laughs> See, one one of the great thing about this conversation, we could add two more people to this conversation. We could go on for nine hours. I don't think we'd resolve anything we haven't resolved yet because that is the nature of this kind of a dynamic. And therefore, people just keep pushing. And hopefully over time, we hear each other better. Donna, you don't like that. No, 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 no. I just, um, you know, I'll just quote Popeye. I am what I am. And that's all that I am as my final statement rather than because you're not ready. You all are ready for the color quote? purple quote. So I'll just we'll, go ahead. We'll go with it. I do. I do. And I and this is this is what I'm actually feeling. And this is what you all are not ready to hear. That all my life I had to fight. I'm going to amend the middle of it to, so it's all relevant. All I, my life I had to fight, but I never thought I'd have to fight in my own house. She let out her breath. God, I love Harpo. She says, I God knows I do, but I'll kill him dead before I let him beat me. And so that's where I'm going to go to the gym with that in my heart and do some battle ropes and some boxing. And so that's what you all, this is who you have as your advocate for better or for worse. Um, So we're going to move forward with all of these processes and I'm going to get the job done for which I'm charged to do. You will. Yeah, obviously. We gave you this hour, so we have some real sympathy with what you're talking about. Thank you, Roger. Thank you, Louise, for being up in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you'll be able to go to sleep after I riled you up. And thank you, Lauren. Yes, of course. And we'll see now. A bunch of and, teenagers and are much way, easier to deal for, with. For those, for those <laughs> who think we're done with Donna <laughs> at, at peak moments, she'll be back with us when we review the FDA adcom on uh, May 19th, late in the afternoon, after all that closes up. Um, not sure who everyone else will be with us yet. You aren't hoping you'll be able to stay up awake long enough to make it, Louise. I can't believe you're gonna. You, you'd have to like. I'll be in Scotland, so. So I'll be closer to your, ah, you know, movement. You'll all be frame. there. Okay. I'll, I'll be, be here. There. All right. And with many more people joining us. Thanks, everybody. And now back to Roger. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please put them in the review section of the page from which you downloaded this conversation or send an email to questions at surfingnash.com. Next week, Easel Vice Secretary Alexander Krag and Education Counselor Sven Franke will be joining us to begin our preview of the 2023 Easel Congress. Should be fascinating. Should be fun. So until then, stay safe, surf on. We'll see you on the podcast. Bye-bye now.